Hello, everyone, and welcome to Toronto Rock Total Access. I am Mike Hancock. Very, very pleased that you could join us for a little bit of time here and talk some Toronto Rock lacrosse as we get ready to return to action on Saturday night against the Rochester Nighthawks at First Ontario Centre. Game time, 7 o'clock. Of course, no fans in the building again this Saturday. And once again, you can watch the game live on TSN2, Saturday night, 7 o'clock. As the Rock look to get back to 500 after a tough loss now almost two weeks ago to the Halifax Thunderbirds that dropped the team's record to two and three. That's where the Rocks sit. And right now in a log jam in the East Division. But I think going into this season, I think everybody thought that it was going to be quite a battle for playoff spots. And so far, the East Division is definitely not disappointing as things are definitely jammed up. And as we see over the next few weeks, when games get played and the even number of uh, or games begin to even out, we'll say, uh, we'll get a bit better picture of where everybody sits and variety of opponents and all those kind of fun things. So lots to keep your eye on or both of them. Keep your eyes on what's going on in the East Division in the National Lacrosse League. It's going to be exciting the way the schedule is shaped up this year with so much emphasis on games within your own division. Having said all that, lacrosse is back this weekend, folks. And uh, we thought, myself and the production team here, thought that this week's guest should be none other than the captain of the Toronto Rock, Challen Rogers. I had a great sit down with him. Lots of fun. Something you'll want to dial into. So without any further ado, let's shift right in to our interview with Rock Captain Challen Rogers. Welcome back to Toronto Rock Total Access. I am Mike Hancock and lucky enough to be joined in studio here right now with the captain of the Toronto Rock, Challen Rogers. Challen, how are you doing? Wonderful. How are you? <laughs> Nailed it, eh? Classic. <laughs> well, you can just wrap it up right there. <laughs> well, we uh, we know we've enjoyed a bye week here. Um, maybe less enjoyable with the results of the last game. But what do you draw from that last game against Halifax? Because I think in a lot of ways the team found itself in certain aspects of its game. And while it is a loss, there are perhaps some positives to draw from that game. And maybe I have been trying to paint too rosy of a picture of that game <laughs> on last week's podcast and this week's podcast. But um, I'll let you take it from there and just comment on what you thought that game. You know, I know it's a classic cliche sports question. What can you draw from the loss against <laughs> Halifax? But truthfully, what are you taking forward from that game? Yeah, um, you know, I think one thing that we wanted to kind of <clears throat> get better at is our starts. And, uh, you know, I think our start was a little bit better, but we we found ourselves kind of in a hole uh, early. And, and uh, you know, <clears throat> Troy went in there and, and uh, played unbelievable. Um, I mean, everyone in, on this team knows what Troy can do. And it was n- nice to see him go in there and perform as well as he did. And, you know, I think kind of honestly from there, we kind of settled in. Our defense tightened up a little bit, um, played a little bit more aggressive. And, and our offense, we were moving the ball really well and, and getting good scoring opportunities. And, um, you know, we, we found a way to 
get uh get a few early in on on Warren and um you know obviously unfortunately it didn't work out for us but like you said there's a lot of positives to take from that and uh that we can take from it and, and move on into into this week against Rochester. Now the goalie change is something uh obviously this team really hasn't uh gone through for an extended amount of time like that in a game in years perhaps mm. even your entire career with the Toronto yeah. Rock given that Nick Rose has been the starting goaltender for every regular season game you've played in this league mm-hmm. and playoffs, actually. Yeah. Yes. So Nick Rose did start this game. He got pulled rather you know, early on in this game. And a lot of times in the past, we've seen head coach Matt Sawyer do that as maybe a little bit of a wake up call, maybe to the goaltender, to the team, whatever. But usually that goaltender goes right back in. Um, or perhaps starts the second half. And I think a lot of people watching the game maybe thought that was going to be the case. Is there any of that running through your mind? Of uh, Is Rosie going back? Like, what, is, is that even part of your focus at that point of who's going to be back there? Or is it just, or do you guys get the message and the wake-up call and say, hey, guys, we all got to be better here? Yeah, no, I think uh, I think we all kind of clued in on that we needed to be better. Um, <clears throat> there, I, To be honest, it didn't even cross my mind if Rosie was going to go back in or not. Um, you know, we obviously have three capable goalies of going in there and, and um, putting on a show. And, uh, you know, it wasn't Rosie's night, but, um, you know, lucky for us and, and lucky for, uh, yeah, for, for us that we have a guy like Troy that can go in there and, and uh, do what he did. So now we've had extra time here to think about this game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing, bad thing. Would you rather just got back to it last weekend and and played again or what's it been like here during this time off and having that extra time to I don't know sometimes I feel like around here everybody kind of stews in a little little bit and maybe it percolates a little bit high right like where you've got this extra time to think about and maybe overthink some things rather than just that opportunity to get back and play like you know the next day or a couple days later like you would in the summer but Maybe talk about this extra time to, you know, the mental side of it, I guess. Yeah, uh, we've we've had a few breaks, I guess, kind of early on in the season. And, um, yeah, uh, obviously I think we would have liked to kind of take that effort that we had last weekend or a few weekends ago and, and play right away. But, um, you know, it gave us a chance to kind of look in the mirror, everyone, um, and, uh, you know, kind of make improvements that we've needed to make um, maybe from the beginning of the year. But, um, you know, this bye week gave us the opportunity to really kind of, um, you know, hone in on those uh, certain aspects of our game. And, um, you know, I think I think we're better for it. Now, what's it been like this year? Kind of a bit of a sidebar here, but just kind of, I, I know you guys, for those people who don't know, Challen and several of his teammates live together in a home in the area. <laughs> <laughs> so you get to see a lot of your teammates, I guess, on a regular basis, but you don't get to see everyone a lot. And especially with with these breaks and you know we had a couple of weeks where the christmas break there were no practices over that time either which is totally weird so guys weren't together for a long stretch and then you know there's been a lot of guys in covid protocols so not everybody's been at practice which has been really wild so it almost feels like for the better part of the last month and a bit nobody's really been together except for that game or the games on january 8th and the 15th and otherwise you guys haven't really been able to, and like not really being able to hang out as a team after games or, you know, even eat a team meal together hasn't been <laughs> happening. Like all this stuff's been weird. What has that done for the, I guess, the team dynamic in some respects? 
it has been super weird. Um, you know, obviously, like you mentioned it, kind of not hanging out after games, um, you know, kind of keep meals as simple as that. It's certainly been weird, um, you know, but uh, it's it's kind of something that everyone's dealing with. And, um, you know, we can't really use that as, use that as an excuse. But, um, you know, I think kind of with this COVID somewhat behind this team, um, uh, it's, it's going to benefit us kind of having consistent numbers out here at practice, not having guys on, um, you know, COVID protocols and whatnot. But, um, you know, through that kind of stretch when guys were kind of in and out with COVID protocol, um, you know, I, I, everyone that's been here has, has tried to get better. And essentially that's what we want to do um, when we're together. So whether you're here or not, um, you know, we're getting better on and off the floor now. And, um, you know, hopefully those results um, you know, come. Now, speaking of getting together, and the last time you got together was January the 15th, and it's going to be a situation that's going to present itself here again on Saturday, January 29th against Rochester, but playing with no fans in the building. Um, Interesting. Thoughts? What? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of crowd noise pumped in, a little bit of music. Like, where there was some, I guess, uh, comforts of uh, of a regular game but overall very different um <laughs> you know it's it was probably more different kind of going into the game um kind of thinking about oh what are we going to do with with crowd noise because you kind of see that in other sports and um you know just kind of the whole whole daily kind of routine for a game day is obviously a little bit different and um you know once once the whistle kind of went it, you don't even think about it um, the music's going. You're so focused in on, on what you need to do and, and what the team's doing that, um, you know, you didn't really notice it. But there's certainly times where long stoppages, it's just kind of silent. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's kind of sad and waiting for the TV timeout to end. But, um, yeah, it's certainly different. We would love to have our fans back in the building. But, um, you know, hopefully we can just kind of keep kind of getting results for them when they are able to return. And so what people didn't see on TV, because the game was on TSN 2, you guys, this was the other thing. Basically, the in-house production is totally stripped away. And you guys vetoed the player intros, which I still am <laughs> shocked about. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> It would be weird. I feel like it would be weird. I think a lot just, of people thought it would be weird. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I, I was not one of them. I thought you guys would still. And I like doing them, so maybe that was why I still wanted them to happen. But... Uh, again, what people didn't see at home was literally the guys came out on the floor, you know, <laughs> moments before the game, oh, Canada, boom, and played, right? So there wasn't much else that you missed not being at the game, I guess, Rock fans. Like if some of that uh, pregame stuff is stuff that you like, like the opening video and the, um, the Rock City dancers and all that kind of stuff, they weren't there. Iggy wasn't there. Um, it was literally just the players the referees a few people up in the press box and that was it right yeah, like yeah. a few doctors front row <laughs> a few of our doctors front row love that <laughs> there was uh who was it somebody on the team sent me that we should have there was a, a still shot when somebody scored and i think doc comer was 
in the corner right in the back and we should have had that as like the new bernie sanders meme <laughs> like when he was sitting at anyways but um yeah it was interesting that they just uh, pulled up shop in the front row and they just decided yeah. that was their spot <laughs> they got some facetime for sure yeah, on tsn <laughs> those guys uh put in a lot of time keeping our guys uh healthy in that so it's uh it's good that they got out there um Anything you want? Uh, we'll we'll go on record here right now. Anything you guys want changed for Saturday night? Um, was everything good? Because the crowd noise was piped in, and we should mention before you say anything. Our own Terry Giberson was thrust into a different role, and she was actually the one manning the crowd noise upstairs. So when there was a goal, <laughs> she was hitting the the fan reaction noises and stuff like that. And I love it. If there was a big play, so she's pretty excited. I know she's going to be. She killed it. Refined. She did. She actually did do a great job, and she's excited about Saturday night. I can tell you right now. I love it. I she's love that. excited. That's awesome. Do you think Rosie missed the Rosie chant? Yeah, maybe. I feel like that. He loves that. I do I think that. He on, likes it too. I mean, he's one of the guys that lives in our house. It's somewhere located, somewhat close to here. Yeah. Uh, all our roommates are big fans of just kind of randomly going rosy. So <laughs> honestly, we might make it more of an annoyance for him than <laughs> um, than he would have liked. But I'm sure he loves hearing the fans do it. Because sometimes early in games, I I don't know. I feel like he kind of like is looking for it. Yeah. To be honest, like, yeah. and I'm not making this up. That I feel like sometimes I see a bit of body language, almost like not necessarily that he looks up at me, but. <laughs> if maybe the fans weren't as into it like the first time early in the game i a lot of times will just call for it again right away and i feel like for some reason he gets his body language he's like yeah that's right i did make a big save let's go and you should all recognize it <laughs> by yelling my name <laughs> yeah like that obviously doesn't expect it on the road but you know like at home so maybe i don't know maybe that'll be something that uh yeah. Maybe you, even maybe though there will it. be nobody to answer the Rosie. Maybe our team does it. Maybe you're like Rosie, and then you know maybe what? We're it like is that. so funny because <laughs> I joked with somebody about this earlier today. I said maybe the players can do it back after after it's done. But then I was like, I don't know. Maybe the guy should be more focused <laughs> on playing the game rather than doing the in-game chance for the fans. But anyways, we'll see how it goes. Maybe we'll throw it out there early. And uh, if you hear it while you're listening on TSN 2, you're going to have the insight on well, how this all came to be because yeah. you listen to the podcast. There it is, too. Like, you could just say it. And everyone back home watching. That's right. Do it, in your, yeah. do it in your comfort of your own living room, and Rosie will feel it. However many miles, kilometers away. Yeah. It's almost like a good giveaway. You got to film it while you say it. Chow, it's like you're in my head. Yeah. I, you're I like, thought, Rosie, and then you got to film it. Yeah, because here's the thing. So last game, we did uh, the Backley watch and win. Yeah, I saw that. To give away the Apple Watch because was... Backley Construction usually runs an in-game promo with fans. So we decided to take it to social media. And literally today, as I was having this other conversation, I thought – what if we do the Rosie chant? Because I think our December 18th home game, last time we had fans there, somebody did post them and their family doing it at home. And it was, it was phenomenal. It was, <laughs> it was a pretty neat video. We retweeted it. You can dig back into the, uh, the Twitter archives to find it. But um, this was running through, all this stuff was running through my head today. So maybe it's good. So we're on the same page about that. Still not about the player intros, but. I was really pulling for my fam to win that. I almost tried to swindle. Uh, the Apple Watch? Yeah. 
It's a great prize. It's unbelievable. Yeah. And and this is the thing. For everybody listening out there, there was about, I think there was 60 to 70 entries. We select a winner at random. So Jalen can't <laughs> fix the draw, regardless of how much he just said he wanted to. Um, but uh, the odds are good, so participate here. Like one in 60 chance at winning an Apple Watch just by posting something on social. Easy. Hopefully that number goes up to like yeah. one in a hundred or two hundred or three hundred or whatever. But right now, judging on participation from the first televised game with no fans, there's a shot. Yeah. There's a chance. You know, you make you make some guest nine, six, seven, four, five Twitter accounts or whatever with the egg on there and yeah. just or multiple you times can, you post. <laughs> now you now I'm get giving everybody in. in your family to post. Like yeah, you don't have you to just take it to that length but well no that's what i mean like yeah, okay. the kids maybe get some of the kids new yeah, twitter the accounts. dog's account yeah. everybody yeah while we're at it someone make dan dawson an account instagram yeah do you guys get on him about that at all uh, no <laughs> you just want it to happen but you yeah. don't get on him about it you don't dare get on him. <laughs> that's good and this is a great segue again child because i did want to ask you too about I'm on you, fire with these segues here. You were so excited when Doss scored the goal that put him in the second place all time. And there was a little bit of extra. And if people were watching Rock City Live, they saw the shot of you on the bench kind of going back to Dan and giving him a little extra love on the bench. And congratulations for, for scoring that goal. Yeah, It brings me to, I don't know who was <laughs> more excited about it, if it was you or him, but... Maybe talk about that, just being there for that moment and getting to share it with uh, the legend. Yeah. No, the now I, legend. I, I, well, I think he was a legend before, but um, yeah, no, what, a, what an exciting thing to be a part of. Obviously, kind of going in the game, we knew he needed, uh, what, two points to, to surpass uh, Junior. Um, and, you know, <clears throat> selfishly, I really wanted to be on the floor when, when it had happened. Um, just to, I don't know, just to enjoy that experience and just kind of be a part of it with him. And when he scored it, I happened to be right kind of beside him and gave him a quick tap, but I really wanted to grab the ball for him because I know he wasn't going to do it. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, honestly, to go off what you said earlier, I mean, I was probably way more excited about it than he was. <laughs> um, it's a big, it was obviously a big goal in the game, but, um, you know, for, for the amount of work that he puts in and that nobody will see or nobody does see, um, and then just to kind of see him get rewarded for it, uh, all his hard work, all his dedication to the teams that he's been on. And, um, you know, it's it's a guy that you idolize, essentially. And, um, you know, he's he's a great guy and great for this group. And um, just to, yeah, share that experience with him um, and watch watch it transpire was, was amazing. And just to kind of circle back to, to something that I talked to Jamie about on the – podcast jamie dowick about last week on the podcast was just that um and i think maybe you vocalized some of it just now but that impression that dan dawson has made on this team from the time he showed up and i asked jamie about you know the legacy of dan and how clearly some of his work ethic and whatnot has rubbed off on the younger guys and something that will carry on likely long after dan decides to stop playing at some point 10 years, <laughs> 10 years down the road yeah. uh but what has that meant to be around leaders like that? I mean, you've had you're around Colin Doyle all the time, working here at Track Athletics. 
you know, and then you've got a chance to play with Dan Dawson and he's around here all the time too. Like, what has that meant to you as the guy with the C on his chest and the captain of the Toronto rock and the, you know, we're all hoping for a long, 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 long time, the captain of this team, like what's that meant for you to be such a young captain going into a leadership at a young, young age in this league and having these guys around? I don't know if you could ask for, for two better guys to kind of be around on a consistent basis. Um, I, to be honest, I remember when we first signed Doss and uh, having not really met him a whole lot, uh, I kind of did a few school programs with him, but um, not really knowing him a whole ton. Um, and I remember maybe talking to Reed, and I was like, how, how do you captain, you know, <laughs> arguably like the greatest player of all time, if not one of them? And, uh, you know, like when he first showed up, he it's not like it's, it's I'm here, I'm Dan, I'm – you know, I'm the guy. He he just he's so welcoming and and um, you know just having the ability to learn from both Dan and Colin. Um, you know, on the floor things, little things that they've kind of picked up over their careers, but even off the floor, just being great dads. Um, you know, they both have two unbelievable families and, and wives, and um, you know, just kind of learning learning. Just taking it all in, um, you know. I know this won't last forever, so um, just kind of embracing, embracing what they say, embracing what they do, and, and try to reenact it and um, do it to the best of my abilities. Well, let's talk a little bit about this game coming up on Saturday night against the Rochester Nighthawks, a team that uh, you know technically an expansion team just a couple of years ago, and they have certainly uh, built up a pretty competitive squad here right away and have won a couple of games and have a pretty good young goaltender and Rylan Hartley and Ned and some great veteran players up front as well. Guys like uh, Curtis Knight and Sean Evans. And um, it's a formidable, formidable roster that they have built in Rochester. Um, how do you beat these guys on Saturday night and get back to 500? Uh, you know, I, I think it's, it's honestly, it's going to be cliche, but it's, it's sticking to kind of our game plan. Um, we want to play fast. And I think when we play fast and we dictate the pace of play, um, that's when we're at our best all, all over the floor, whether that's offensively or, or defensively or goaltending. Um, but yeah, they're, they're high potent offense. He's coming off a, a tough weekend this past weekend, dropping two games. So they're going to come in, they're going to be a super hungry team, and, and if we don't match that hunger, then then we're going to be in trouble. But at the same time, if, if we kind of look in the mirrors and don't think that we're hungry ourselves, then, <laughs> then there's bigger issues than, and, than over, overlooking Rochester. But this is a hungry group that, that we have right now, and, and we took a massive step last game, I think, against Halifax. Um, you know, I thought we deserved that result, but, uh, you know, it's, it's it's the way the game goes. and. Um, you know, we're, we're a hungry group and, and we want this one badly. So um, it'll, it'll be a good game, but, um, you know, hopefully we, we come out on top. And lastly, before we get you out of here, you got to talk about if there's anything you're watching. Oh. Did you watch Ozark? Uh, yeah, the, the roomies, we've dove in. I think we're on episode five now. Okay. Yeah, so, but. Spoiler I've, alert here. Spoiler alert. If anybody has not watched it yet, no, I'm not going to dive into Ozark. Okay. New shows, right. new shows. All right. Well, no, I was going to say I've I've gotten through all of it. Yeah. Wow, that didn't take you long. 
the wife and I were pretty excited about watching it. <laughs> it quite good. Oh, I bet. Quite good. That's a that's the thing about Netflix, you know, it comes out a new new season or something and then you bury it in like five days yeah, to a week. And it's like you gotta then, wait for part two of season four isn't coming out for like forever. Yeah. And it's it's yeah. It's the same with Netflix, same with like any I guess show really. Like Survivor. Like I can't wait yeah. for Survivor to come. Big brother, obviously. But back to Netflix new shows. Uh Archive eighty one. Yes, is that the where they walk around with the or putting together the old tape? Or yeah, something like digitalizing. Yeah, okay. Like I I watched the trailer tapes. for it. I think last night, maybe even or Sunday, and uh, didn't get full support from. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> my viewing partner yeah. will say, and I was like, ah, I might have to watch this one on my own, but it's highly recommend. It? Oh, watch the whole thing. Done. Really? Yeah. Quick. Amazing. Real good. Now it says horror thriller, I believe, in the title. Is yeah, it scary? Not really. No, they try to make <laughs> it, it scary. Scary. <laughs> they try to make it scary, but yeah. I, I wouldn't say. For I mean, I used to watch scary movies in middle school alone yeah. all the time. So like, it's, they were probably uh, way scarier when you were in middle school. Yeah. When you're watching something as a yeah in your mid twenties. There you yeah. go. But real good show. Yeah. Highly yeah. recommend yeah. it. I know the trailer isn't the best. Because Rosie's like, oh, I watched the trailer, but uh, I, I don't think it's I good. was hooked when I watched the trailer, yeah. though. I was like, yeah, this looks good. Real good. Yeah. Like, and then I, I told them, I was like, listen, this is going to be one of those shows that you don't watch. Everyone else watches it, and then they're going to tell you about it, and then you're going to be late to the party. Yeah. It's kind of like Formula One. Like, I finished Formula One because I was late I to the party. I really? I, wa- I watched a little bit, I think, of, well, I guess, the first episode, and I... I just didn't get into it. I don't I, know why. I finished that entire series in <laughs> way too short of a time. Yeah. Yeah. Christmas but break, I crushed it in like a week. It seemed like at a time there, like every NHL player was watching it. You asked them, what are you guys watching? It's boom, Formula One stuff. Like everybody was into it. It's a, yeah. It's just like, oh, you don't understand, I guess, how everything works in that sport. It's just kind of being an outside viewer, seeing you know, half a lap shown on TSN. Yeah. But after watching it, it's just like the dynamic of it's so crazy. Like you can be on one team driving for a certain team and then like halfway through the season be like, ah, I'm out. Yeah. But like you have to stay with that team for the rest of the season. So it's very weird how that works, but Hmm. interesting. Stay close is pretty good too. I'm going to throw that out there. Did you and or the house ever get into the circle? The circle. That's like the, they're on a, you know, like condo or it's whatever. Weird. It's kind of brutal. Yeah, I watched like an episode or two, and I was nah, not for me. Yeah, it's season three, I think, is up right now, and Rosie we, loves that show. Yeah, I've been. Mm. It's been a bit of a grind getting through this season, to be honest with you, because there's clearly like nobody can be forming this deep of a relationship or connection <laughs> with people by having these, you know, one and two minute basically text message conversations with each other it just seems a little bit far-fetched but at the same time dialed in yeah (laughs) i feel like if a show's a grind to watch just like a waste of time to watch it. first two seasons we buzzed through both of them pretty quick but this season i i think it's been up on netflix for a couple months i feel like yeah more 
We have still, <laughs> everyone's always trying, and it's getting bad because we're watching like 20 minutes at a time. <laughs> that's even, like, that's even worse. It's like, want to watch a little bit? Yeah, okay. It's almost like we feel a responsibility to get through it now yeah. rather than enjoy it at all. But, uh, yeah. Another, sorry, another one. No, let's keep going. This is good. Uh, currently finishing Money Heist. You watch that show? I've wanted to, but again, I don't get a lot of support on some of these ones that, Real good. Yeah. Real good. Everything you'd expect, I'd say. Really? I, yeah. I mean, if you haven't seen it, it's really, really good. Yeah. It's, uh, it's. I want to say it's shot in Spanish, but they do, like, the dub over voice. Yeah. So it's, like, their mouse moving, but it's, like, they're, like, hey. Yeah. You know? One of those types of things. But once you get over that, it's, it's real good. Will you be dialed back into Squid Game when it? Yeah. Yeah comes back yeah did you watch you watch yeah. yeah yeah i was late to that party too i took yeah. my time watching that and then just crushed it yeah i didn't get into it right away either and then it was like lights out went yeah. through the whole thing yeah it'll be interesting how that second season works very interesting because i don't feel like they set it up to have the they set it up to have legs but why does he want to go back so bad yeah spoiler alert i guess Sorry. <laughs> if that's a spoiler alert at this point, I feel like I'm really sorry. But yeah. But why why does he want to go back? Yeah, I don't know. There's no reason to. Yeah, I, I just But I do think that Buddy might be the guy now. Because the guy that was dying was like the yeah. game guy, right? Yeah. Like he was the main guy. I think. Yeah. But like for somebody, but he didn't spend any of the money he won, and he wants to go back. Like he's gonna make his own game. Bald. That's <laughs> that's gonna be the one. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, it seems like there's people uh, really wanting to get into this room right now to set up for a team video. Oh yeah. So we're gonna wrap this up, Chell. Sounds good. Uh, best of luck Saturday night. We have uh, fine-tuned the in-game production here, which is great. <laughs> so everybody watch for that on TSN2 on Saturday night at Rosie. 7 p.m. Yes. <laughs> Get ready to chant Rosie from the comfort of your own home and maybe win an Apple Watch. Oh, we're throwing another Apple Watch out there. Well, yeah, we got to run that. That's what I was talking about was we would, instead of the post picture you watch in the game, now it can mm -hmm. be post a video of you. I thought we were going to get chain. a new prize or something. No, that's the prize. That's Backley Construction's prize every home game. Somebody wins an Apple Watch. That's a steal. They step up to the plate big time with they the do. prizing. So if you don't get involved with uh, social media, <laughs> if you don't no, if you don't if you don't chime in on the social media and try to win this Apple Watch, you should come to a game when you can. Yeah, you may yeah. be selected at random out of the audience to become a participant in an on-floor promo, the Backley build-off or the the puzzle, which is also the build-off. But there's that's all picked randomly. Yeah, we our game ops people. Anybody who's been selected knows, you know, our game ops people. You know, go up and randomly select people as they're entering the building and say, "Hey, would you like to uh, participate in a promotional event and possibly win an Apple Watch?" That's pretty sweet. Yeah, I didn't know that. Maybe trip and fall. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> That's encouraged. Well, you, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Get dizzy, trip and fall. But you'll wear a helmet. Anyways. Okay. 
All right, y'all. We're going to wrap this up for real this time. Thanks a lot. Good luck Saturday. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> it looks like you're going to say something. Yeah, I was. All right. Jalen Rogers, captain of the Toronto Rock. We will take a short break here on Toronto Rock Total Access and be back in a moment. Wrapping up Toronto Rock Total Access, thanks to the captain, Challen Rogers, for stopping by. And in his own words, after that interview, he said one of our best. So I'll let you decide that, but if the captain says that was one of our best, I'm going to go with it. Thoroughly enjoyed the chat with Challen. Always great to sit down and catch up with him just to see what he's up to in general and to get his take on what's going on around the team. Now, don't forget that you can watch Saturday night's game against Rochester live on TSN 2 at 7 p.m. Keep your eye on our social. As Challen and I outlined, maybe something fun coming up this week on our social media with some of our promotions that we're going to be running. Since we can't have fans in the arena and run some of our in-game promotions, as we obviously regularly would, some fun stuff coming up on social so make sure, you keep, make sure you keep your eye on that coming up on Saturday on game day. So the other thing, the homework assignment from last week's show, well, we're going to give you that once again here this week. And that is make sure you tell a friend to watch the game on Saturday night at 7 o'clock. It is going to be a great one. Rochester Nighthawks proving that even though they are only really a couple of years past being an expansion team, they are no pushovers. No one in the East Division is as things are beginning to shake out here. So this game on Saturday night should be another very close, hotly contested game. And it's one that you don't want to miss as the Rock will then travel to Philadelphia the following week. And then right now are scheduled to be back at home against the Buffalo Bandits on February the 12th. So lots of NLL action heating up and the Toronto Rock schedule are going to pick up in a big way here starting this Saturday as things have been a little disjointed. I'm sure you felt that Rock City with the bye weeks worked in here early on in the season, the Christmas break, not being able to attend the game on the 15th or this weekend. But you know what? I think we all feel like in Ontario, some potentially good things are going to happen here and we'll have fans back in the building, hopefully in no time. Let's hope that age as well. Right, folks? <laughs> All right. So in the meantime and in between time, that is it. Actually, you know what? Let's hit the pause on that. Can't drop that just yet. We have to remind you that a couple of things went on sale this week. The 90s night pack went on sale on Wednesday morning. Two tickets, corners or ends, plus two fanny packs for just 60 bucks to get into the March 5th game. That's 90s night presented by redtag.ca and by Bounce 102.9. Uh, in Hamilton, it's going to be a great night, and it's going to be, um, you know, if everything keeps going according to plan, we'll be back to 50% capacity for that game on March the 5th. So we're all looking forward to that one for sure, although it feels right now like it may be an eternity away. Don't forget, February is a short month, so it'll come up at least a few days faster than usual. Um, and then after that, just three regular season home games left on the schedule as it stands right now. So, um, Get those tickets while you can, and hopefully if everything goes according to uh, recent announcements, we'll have fans back in the building uh, before we know it. So uh, keep your eye on some other fun stuff being announced in terms of some uh, 
ticketing and, and whatnot. And if you were a holder for the January 29th game, a ticket holder, and you have not sorted out a situation that meets your uh, satisfaction, make sure that you get a hold of our ticket department. 416-596-3075, Monday to Friday, 9 to 5. And anytime, you can email tickets, T-I-C-K-E-T-S, at torontorock.com. I think I just won the scripts spelling bee. Tickets at torontorock.com to get any of those ticket questions answered. And I assure you that our ticket staff will be happy to help you out and get you an answer as soon as possible. So now we can officially push towards in the meantime and in between time, I am Mike Hancock saying that's it. That's all. Another edition of Toronto rock total access is over and done with. We will chat next week.